You're listening to episode 36 of the We Get the Runs podcast. In this episode, we'll talk to Jaden Hamernick about running elite events in Florida. Welcome to the We Get the Runs podcast. I'm your host, Letty Lundquist, and I invite you to join me as we talk about all things running. In this podcast, we talk tips, tactics, and strategies to make every run a good run. Hey, runners. Hey, runners. Welcome back to another episode. Ryan, how are you feeling today? Oh, uh, fine. Got biking yesterday. It was fun. That's not part of this podcast, though. <laughs> it's not a biking podcast, but <laughs> it's it's still active. So it looks like you're relaxing on your vacation. Yep. It's nice to have a long vacation. We were supposed to be in Australia, but with coronavirus, we had to cancel our plans. Yeah, Australia. All the runs we could have done, all the places we could have seen. <laughs> you only think about running right now? <laughs> kind of. But I'm sure we also would have stopped to surf for you somewhere, right? I would enjoy that. Okay, so what's next, Letty? I have a review from uh, one of our listeners. So Run Walk Live says, enjoyable entertainment for my walks. I really enjoy this weekly podcast during my weekend walks. Letty does a great job with her interviews and manages to get interesting guests. I learn something every week. Thank you very much, Ron Walk Live. That's exactly what I'm trying to do. And if you listeners want to leave a review and have us read it, um, then just submit it at iTunes or Spotify or whatever platform that you use to listen to our podcast. And now you have to live up to everyone's expectations and talk about something interesting. I'm trying, I'm trying. So with that said, um, I actually have a little new theme song that I'm going to be using for race recaps that was written for us by Joel Stetler. Joel was a past guest and his episode is called Running Through Adversity. And as we mentioned back in his episode, which you guys should go back and listen to, he uh, is also a composer. So I'm going to play this so that you guys know what we're going to use when we do race recaps. I like it. It seems to fit well with your theme of race recaps. Yeah, right? It's uh, very energetic. I like it too. Thanks again, Joel. All right. So for today's podcast, we're going to do an interview with Jaden Hammernick, and he is the owner slash race organizer for his company called Run Elite Events. And their website is runeliteevents.com. Jaden organizes races all around Florida. I think he's got about 15 races. At this, at this point, um, our state is not closed and he does hold races that are live. They're COVID friendly. So he starts about a handful of people at a time. And if you're not comfortable starting with the bulk of people, you can start basically at whatever time you choose to. I like that you can start any time. That makes it a little bit more safe, I think. 
Right, and they have virtual options too. So if you're anywhere in the world, you could actually sign up for his event. Um, he has pretty cool swag. He has nice medals. He has t-shirts that he prides himself and that people actually want to wear. And uh, he's a really nice guy. So I look forward to attending to some of his events and doing race recaps for his events. So without any further ado, now I'm going to play you my interview with Jaden Hammernick. All right, so I'm here with Jaden Hammernick. Um, Jaden, thank you so much for joining us. Hey, good morning. Good morning. So we wanted to talk to you because you're the owner of Elite Events, and that's a racing company in Florida, and you guys are doing live racing at this time. But um, before we get started talking about that, let's talk about you a little bit. Can you tell us about you and your running and how you got into it? Yeah, um, I, I've actually been running since I was probably four years old. My whole family are runners. Uh, my mom and dad were cross-country coaches and track coaches when I was in high school. Uh, my mom, they both had multiple state champion runners. Unfortunately, I wasn't one of their success stories in, in that uh, regard. But, but, um, but, but yeah, my brother, he was actually a triathlon state champion and, and – um, and uh, so, I mean, we've just been involved in running and, and kind of athletics for our whole lives. And, and uh, one of the things we wanted to do when we moved to Florida, we, we, used to, we moved here from uh, Georgia and there just weren't a lot of really quality professional events. So we, so we kind of all started the company and I kind of, I have a business background, so I kind of do a lot of the business stuff, but but um, most of our crew are, are my family members, my cousins, my uncles, my, my my mom and dad are there, my brother, my wife. So it's pretty much all of our crew is is a uh, family. So that's awesome. So everybody's a runner, and then you just, guys just kind of thought up, okay, there's not a lot of great races here, so we're going to start our own racing company. Um, kind of, yeah. I mean, there were there were a handful. I think even you know, I mean, there were just just few and far between and when we lived in georgia i mean there was stuff every single weekend and they were really well-run professional events and when we moved here there wasn't even like chip timing or there wasn't um you know like a lot of basic things like even music at running events and it's just like where we came from in georgia it was like like it, it felt so far behind down here so we kind of wanted to to make sure there were professional events for people to run and um and then so it, it kind of took us a little while to get, gain some traction because there's you know the, the the market just was not really it's pretty underserved here so we kind of you know really took us a while to get going but um but the last four or five years have been really really good for us that's awesome do you guys have a theme or a motto or what do you guys stand for what sets you guys apart from other races yeah i think a, a lot of a lot of the things we don't have like a specific motto but one of the things that i like to do is i like to i like to think like like for a shirt is this a shirt that i would wear and if the answer is no then then we redesign the logo or like if this is this like the experience that i would want to have and if the, any part of that is the answer is no then we got to change it. And one of the things that we always try to do is we try to look at everybody else and say like, okay, like we go to other races, we run other races, like, Hey, what was cool about this race? And we try to take that and either do that or do that better. And that's kind of what we always do. I mean, we go all over the country running races and all over the world sometimes. And then just try to take what they like, what, what we see that we like from other races and either do that 
or do that and make it better. So that's kind of one of kind of one of the themes that we like to do as far as just kind of staying on top of things. So so tell us a little bit more about that. Can you tell us uh, what would happen if somebody were to sign up at your event? What is it like at the starting line, finish line and swag and all that? Yeah, so as soon as they sign up, then um, before the race, we, we do an athlete guide before every race. So we kind of tell them what to expect. So we kind of outline the whole event. Even our little 5Ks that we have, we kind of do it as professional as possible. So they get the athlete guide. They know what to expect. And then when they get to the race, they get to actually pick um, their shirt size. A lot, most races kind of don't let you pick your shirt size. It's like whatever you sign up for, that's what you get. And we don't like to do that because a lot of manufacturers, you know, shirt could fit small or whatever. It fits somebody's first half marathon or first, you know, 5K or whatever. And they get there and the shirt doesn't fit them the way they want. Like we don't want them to go disappointed. So we kind of try to build that into to that and then um we also have our elite events tracker app which that's another big thing that we've developed uh, in the last year or so um that that allows even spectators to have a better experience at our races so they can see where everybody is at on the course and we have like multiple split points on the course um so that's just something that when i was a runner when i was running a lot oh i'm still a runner but when i was running a lot more competitively just seeing all that data was something that kind of would excite me and motivate me. So that's something I'm glad we got to build in. And, um, and I think, uh, I mean, that's just been something that's kind of set us apart from everybody else. It's the same technology that Ironman uses and we're one of the only people in the whole country and that, that has, has a similar thing as Ironman. So that's kind of something that kind of elevates the experience. And then we also have, Gosh, our, our finisher medals are we we do we design our own ribbons in house because we just don't want the same kind of designs that everybody else can get. So we have one of our one of our runners, Angel Ortiz, one of my friends. He he designs all of our ribbons and he he um, runs in our events. So it's he's a good designer, and, and so it's like something that it's not anybody can just go to a company and just get their same kind of vibe so we have like a different vibe to our our medals and we just we just try to just have like a premier experience from start to finish whether it's ample communication ahead of the race to throughout the race I and mean, we have music at the starting line music we, we try as much as possible to have somebody singing the national anthem live because that kind of makes it feel more you know that's what baseball games a hockey game, everything. They have a live national anthem singer, so we try to do that. And it's just like, you know, I would say 95% of the time we have somebody singing the national anthem live. And it's just, we kind of just try to make it feel more like an experience that somebody's going to remember because a lot of times it's somebody's first or only race that they'll run, and we want that to, like, stick in their mind. So that's kind of a lot of the things that we do. And I guess one of the things that we've implemented last year, which is, something I've been like kind of dreaming up my whole like time with this business is taking all the stats and all the data from every, um, every elite event ever and, and ranking all the time. So it's called lifetime stats, which is something that it um, took me probably about a hundred hours to program myself. Um, but it takes all the data and, and it's, so if you, if you're in the, you know, whatever age group, 60 to 64, and whatever course it is, you can see every time ever run on that course. So it's just kind of, 
you know, another way for people to be competitive. And then it also uh, takes all their, their miles and it adds up. So we, we can tell who's run more mile of more elite event miles than anybody. And it's just, it's just a really cool feature that kind of um, like nobody else has because I mean, I'm, I made it myself. So it's kind of something I'm real excited about too. So I'm, I hope people enjoy that because it's a lot of work. So I agree. Uh, I've only participated, I think, in two of your events. I remember it being a very, very nice experience, especially given that it was only a 5K. You know Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. How did you pick the cities? Because I think you guys have about 15 different events in the state of Florida. Yeah, I think um, we're based out of Naples. So that's kind of where we started. And then um, we're kind of just kind of branching out from there and getting a little further every year. And, um, but, but a lot of them, um, I mean, we just really look for really cool venues. Our Sarasota venues really like pretty much all of our event. We try to look for something that's kind of going to be like a vacation destination for people that aren't from Florida. Um, and, and a lot of them, <clears throat> we kind of just, it's just something where it's like, okay, there's not, this is a cool city. Why are there not races here? And then we try to like look everywhere possible where we could squeeze in you know a race and it's just well, i mean we have plans for quite a few other um <clears throat> cities in the next year or two and they kind of kind of got slowed down a little bit because of everything that's going on but it's i mean we're really excited about the new places that we're gonna branch out to and can't quite give all that information yet just because it's we've been working on that for a while and it's hopefully within the next six months or so we'll have a couple more you know, announcements, but, um, we just kind of pick a cool city, a cool, you know, something that doesn't really have a lot of running events going on and just go in there and, and, um, and, and see what happens. And we've had great responses. And, and so it's been a lot of fun the last few years expanding. So we're real excited for the next probably six months or so. Yeah, yeah, me too, especially since I live in Florida. And um, and that given, we are probably one of the few states that currently hold races. And we have a lot of listeners that don't live in Florida, and some live in Europe and Australia. So can you tell us a little bit about how you hold these races right now? Because we're still in the middle of a pandemic, and Florida has pretty high numbers. What do you guys do to keep the runners and the community safe? Yeah, a lot, a lot of things that we do. Um, some of our start lines, we have, we kind of have like a we've kind of sort of like filter out the the runners so that nobody's kind of running real close together. We kind of restrict the uh, start areas, only let, you know, a handful go at a time. Um, and that's been working pretty well because then it keeps them spread out on the course. Obviously before the race, we, we want people to wear masks. And even when they're close proximity to other runners, we also have, you know, kind of pretty, pretty much anything you'd expect at like a grocery store or a restaurant where there's, hand sanitizer available here and there where there's, you know, there's, there's just, there's a lot of things that we can do. One of the, one of the other things is since our, our timing is based on like chip timing, runners don't even have to start when the race is, when the gun goes off, you know, it's, they could wait five, 10 minutes before they go. And we've had people kind of just 
really just hanging out till it's enough space for them to feel comfortable running and, and their time doesn't start till they cross that mat anyway. So it's, that's kind of been one of the things that's been able to help us kind of control, um, you know, control the, the flow and like how far apart people are spread. And it's, I mean, we've, we put on probably seven or eight races during the pandemic and we've literally had, I can't, I can't think of one complaint from a person that, that ran live. And another Another thing that we do too is people all over the world can run our events. Um, we've had people in Germany win our races using our elite events tracker app and what that app will do, they can push start right on the app and they can race when the live race is going on, they can see where everybody is in the race on their phone and their results will live stream into the in-person event. So they can still race people from wherever they are. Or if you're running, or if you're coming to the race and your car breaks down, but you still want to run or whatever, you can use the app, boom, push start, get out of your car, run 5K and, you know, get back to your car or whatever, and your results will live stream right into the in-person race. So it's kind of something that really nobody in the world is really doing because it's something that we kind of, you know, been working on this year. So it's, I mean, we've had great feedback from that too. So it's kind of a lot of options. We call those remote races when they're, when they use the, the app to, to time, but it's, I mean, we've had a lot of great feedback from that. So that's kind of one of the things we're excited about too, to give people that option this year. That definitely is a great feature, especially if you don't live here and you do want to participate in something rather than having a virtual race where you just do it during the day and kind of the honor system. I really like that you guys do have the app, which allows everybody to click right in and participate. And then, you know, you can sit by your computer and watch the leaderboard and see where you actually place. It makes it feel so much better than, you know, the people that are sitting and are not allowed to currently go participate in races. So that's, that's, a, that's a great plus. And uh, with that, I also wanted to ask you, are your races certified for Boston? Um, some of them are, like our Venice, our one in Venice is, um, we used to have uh, we're a, lot of, a lot of our courses certified, but kind of when you tweak the course or when you change some of the stuff, you got to kind of redo it. And um, unfortunately, we had plans to get most of them certified this year, but it's, the whole, well, I guess the last, you know, 2020, like, but it's, it's just kind of, but that's something on our radar where we do want to get more of them certified. But yeah, our Venice one is certified that the certification process is, is really pretty lengthy. Um, and it's, it's a lot of work and it costs a lot of money. I mean, you got to pretty much, I mean, it, it takes hours and hours and hours to ride the course. Like it's, it's just, it's, the process is a lot more involved than people probably realize. And it's, and it's not really kind of like made for like modern times. I think they developed the process probably like 40, 50 years ago and didn't, you know, update anything. So you literally have to like hand draw the course map. And it, it just, I think that's the reason why a lot of courses aren't certified, you know, for even other race companies, because it's the way they have it set up is not anywhere close to being modern or, you know, user friendly. So it's, we really try to, you know, get get some of them here and there just to give people options but um but yeah we're, we're gonna try to get more and more of them certified as the years go by and and, and as we kind of lock in that course a, a lot of a lot of the races when we kind of expand to new markets we don't have um like a good idea or like we kind of like see how it goes the first year and it's like okay we could tweak the course here or tweak the course there or let's change this or let's do this we just kind of want to make the, sure the course is going to be that course for the future so that we can kind of, you know, 
don't spend a ton of time and a ton of money certifying course only to have three do it because we have to change, you know, go around this street or go, you know, turn around this loop a little earlier, you know, this and that. So it's kind of, once we kind of get them locked in a little bit more, then, then we're going to kind of, you know, make sure to get more and more of them certified. So that's kind of something that we want to do in the future too. So. That sounds awesome. That means a lot for a lot of Florida runners that they won't have to travel so far to try to, you know, get a PR in at some place other than here locally. What is your thought on your company? Where do you want to take it? How far do you want to expand? Are you going to be a Florida company? Are you trying to go to different states as well? Um, I would say in the next foreseeable future, just mostly in Florida, the the market here is, is, I mean, there's millions of people here, like just so many runners. So it's, we can kind of expand quite a bit in Florida before we really, you know, looking to go somewhere else, but for sure, Florida, more, you know, central Florida area, more on the East coast. Um, we're, we, we have a lot of, a lot of cool venues lined up and it's, it's, it takes quite a bit to kind of put on a race. So it's, it's moving a little slower than I would like it to, but I think in the next year or two, we're really going to try to, to ramp it up. But yeah, I would say mostly just in Florida, like all of our crew is from Florida. So it's just, it's, it's just, there's a lot of potential here still to, to kind of move into different markets. And I think, um, and it's just logistically, it's, it's a lot easier to, to do stuff here. And I have two kids and I don't, I don't want to be gone every single weekend. So <laughs> I would say, um, I would say probably, uh, maybe, five to 10 more, you know, half marathons throughout Florida would be my goal. And then, um, and then it kind of just depends on, you know, where we go from there, but it's, I would say that gives me enough work for the next like five or 10 years to get, to get those handful of races in Florida. But after that, I mean, who knows when, when my son is older, maybe he'll, he'll want to work a little harder than I do and we can go other places. So That's right. Cause your father is also president with you along for yeah. this company, correct? Yep. Yep. My dad is, uh, he's another, he's a co-owner of the, the, the company too. Um, and he kind of does more of the, the stuff I don't want to do. He does like <laughs> he talk to the police, he does the permitting, he does the paperwork, he does, he does all the stuff behind the scenes. I, my job is pretty much the business aspect of it where I do everything that you see and he does everything that you, that nobody really sees. So he, so I kind of get way more credit than he does. And, and, um, but he's the one that rides around at a race. He leads every race around on his, and on his scooter. And, um, so that way there's no issues ever with, you know, some volunteer taking a wrong turn that's leading the course or whatever. So he, he's on the radio. So he'll, he looks at everything and he says like, Hey, you know, he, he radios where they are on the course. So I can announce that and, you know, okay, the leaders here, the, whatever, whatever's going on. So he's very, aware of what's going on on the course and it's just been like something that's really been a fun thing because it's our whole lives we've been runners going all over you know running races and now we have like our own thing where we can kind of do it as a family just build something that's really cool and it's just been a lot of fun being able to work with him and um and uh he's is it's not actually his I'm the only one that does elite events full-time but he's a teacher so he's actually going to retire this year to kind of could be more involved in the in the company too to kind of just help us expand even more so i'm really excited about that and i think the next year or two i mean it's we're gonna be making some moves so it's it's gonna be exciting so i'm a, i'm looking forward to that 
Super exciting. And we at We Got The Runs are also super excited to kind of enter and participate in this endeavor with you guys to help promote each other and, you know, ultimately just to be able to live our best lives, be healthy and, and run a lot. So we're excited to be participating in your events and doing race recaps and, uh, you know, talking to your runners, doing exit interviews, et cetera, and help promote. Yeah, no, we're excited to get, have you guys there. And I think, um, I mean, this is, I'm, I, I'm not super familiar with like podcasts. I know my wife listens to them all the time. So it's, so it's kind of cool to have like a running podcast. So I'm excited to be, you know, you know, have, have you guys there and whatever information you need from me. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to, to having you guys, you know, at our races and, and we'll kind of just see, go from there, you know. Yeah, that sounds good. Thank you so much, Jaden, for your time. Yep, no problem. And uh, yeah, we'll talk to you next time and we'll see you soon at some races coming up. So thank you very much. Thank you, Jaden, for your time and your interview. Had a lot of fun talking to you. And as I said before, I look forward to meeting you in person at your events. Now we're going to move on to our segment with Brody Sharp, the Australian physiotherapist that we could have visited if we had gone to Australia but we didn't. For this year, we'll have to live vicariously through his accent. Very true. <laughs> but anyway, we're going to ask uh, Brody a listener question. He's going to answer it on air. So let's make that phone call. All right. So I'm here with Brody Sharp. Brody, thank you so much for joining me again. Thanks, lady. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you. All right. I have a question coming to you from Monica. Monica says, I just had a baby and I'm planning on having another one next year. Is it better for my body to get back into the shape I was before or should I not stress about it too much? I don't think I'll be able to run a lot with a newborn. Uh, hi, Monica. Good question. Um, I guess it would be depending on how soon you've had your baby before you start running. I know they there's guidelines or um, recommendations that you should wait three months before having after having a baby to start running because it will just start the body will heal and then you'll be able to do so plus getting a clearance from some sort of health professional or your your doctor that you're able to start running but let's just say you're well past that it sounds like based on your question you're past that phase um you don't necessarily need to get back into the shape that you once were before you start running, but you do need some baseline level of strength and you need some baseline ability to, to tolerate the loads of running. If you've had several months off due to having a kid or due to um, looking after your family, you'll just recognize that the body will become weaker and unable to tolerate the loads that it once was able to tolerate. So, if you've got your clearance from your health professional or medical clearance and you're feeling quite good, I'd say just a really slow start. Don't necessarily need to get your body back into shape if it's a really slow, gradual process back to running. Um, something like a Couch to 5K app is really, really helpful if you've had extended time off. And your body will just naturally get into shape when you do start increasing your mileage, but it's also nice as well to mix in a bit of strength training, especially if you're finding a bit of a few deficits, uh, let's just say in hip strength or core strength um, after having a baby. So that would be my advice. Perfect, Brody. And if Monica wants to get in touch with you, how can she reach you? 
Um, so I think reaching out, um, most people do so via social media. So my, um, I do have a Facebook group for the podcast. If they want to search run smarter podcast, people can reach out there. Um, I do have my email that I'm happy to give out. So it's Brody at run smarter dot online. And, uh, yeah. So if you, if you're happy to uh, reach out via email, you can do that. Perfect. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks again, Brody. We appreciate the insight and the accent. And um, on that note, keep running, keep running. (laughs) And we'll be back next week. Have a good day. Thanks for listening. For training tips, previous podcast episodes, and fun merchandise for runners, please check out our website at wgtr.us. That's wgtr.us. And as always, have a wonderful week of running.